0: Hello and welcome to the wrestling headlines aftershock review for WrestleMania. It's five am. Forgive me, <laughs> but welcome to the WrestleMania review for aftershock. And we are coming off of an absolutely solid WrestleMania. thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm gonna go through the entire show for you. Kicking off with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, and it's just so much to bloody get through. <laughs> First of all, uh, my name is Matt Mayer AKA Imp. You can follow me on Twitter at the damn implicate. That's there underneath me, but yes, it's flipping freezing. It's five in the morning. <laughs> Let's do this and a unique WrestleMania, to put it lightly. To set, put it the like, just, yes, put it lightly. Uh, yeah, just a really, really unique WrestleMania, given the start of it. Vince opening the entire show with the whole roster out on the stage and uh, giving us this little message that over the past year, WWE fans have been missed and. Welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs> As he does his pop of his voice, and did an, and then after that went to a fantastic opening package. It did an absolutely amazing job of kind of uh, let's take let's pick it up where we left last year, uh, with a uh, harkening back to last year's video from Mike with the same guy doing the same voice. and I remember this time last year there was the exact same conversation going. Is that Matt Berry? Matt Berry the voice guy you know the pig from the uh, disenchantment (laughs) no 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 No, we had this conversation last year it's not Matt Berry I've no idea who it is and I'm really annoyed that I can't remember and I didn't google it I left it I was like it's it's somebody doing a Matt Berry type voice a Matt Berry type voice (laughs) doing something like that Um, but yeah I thought the video package was fantastic kind of uh, putting the two kind of what last year and this current era putting, putting them both together I thought it did a fantastic job. And it did a, another great job just amping you up for the show. And as soon as it ends, like, oh, that's it's emotionally getting me then more than more than I thought it would. <laughs> it's just like it's just it's wrestling with turning to live fans. And I'd I kind of checked myself. It's like, yeah, it's a big thing, but it I didn't expect it to emotionally get me as much as it did. It was like, oh yeah, this is no, this is this is great. It's gonna be fantastic when that first guy walks out and that promo package did an excellent job of getting you amped and excited. And then it hit. <laughs> Michael Cole stood in front of... Uh, stood with Samoa Joe and Byron Saxon. Uh, just, yeah, by the way, guys, it's pissing it down with rain. <laughs> We're going to have to like, just stall for half an hour <laughs> or whatever it was after the video package played. And um, Yeah, just immediately into a rain delay. It's, it's really weird entering that state after a promo package did its job of hyping you up, getting you ready, and you're ready to cut to the arena for all of the pyro to go off. Except it's none of that. It's just the, the lads that stood underneath the uh, giant uh, thing that they, uh, the giant gazebo, as I called it, to protect the ring. And yeah, just later on, an amazing image that's immediately become like a Meme of Moment with Michael Cole and Samoa Joe in their raincoats. <laughs> just in their plastic bags, just protecting protect them from the rain. And it's just such a, such a unique image. It's like, after everything, finally get to it. And there's a real-life thunderstorm for them to contend with. Like, oh, such a unique way to kick off the show. And uh, it did lead to something interesting. Like, just, like, my goodness, the next hour and a half was something special. Just, like, giving wrestlers a live microphone just to waffle on for a bit. It's like, oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> like, really. And, of course, I feel like, for me, part of it was then I went to Twitter a lot more actively of just talking to people. And going through the tweets, seeing people's reactions, all their jokes and gags. Things are coming through. And doing that whilst also listening to the wrestlers cut their promos. Uh, so it, was a, it was a fantastic sink and swim amazingness. And, uh, oh, and Big E's wet mouth. <laughs> that, that made me laugh so much. <laughs> That's what I mean by it, it was sink or swim. Like, people like Braun Strow, like, assumably, backstage, it was a cha- absolutely chaotic thing. As in, we are about to go on air. And, as, and during the promo package is when they get the word we're going to have to delay until this uh, uh, enormous rainstorm kind of goes past. Uh, it's like my word. Like, what do we do now? I thought this time, we're in and out of panic. Just volunteers. Who wants to cut a promo on their rivalry that they're doing right now? Uh, obviously, guys like Kevin Owens stood forward. Drew McIntyre, MVP with Bobby Lashley. So there was a, a whole thing. And sight so so welcome to the uh, live chat. But yeah, it was a really unique circumstance to be in and then of course he cuts to the new day and oh oh god Big E (laughs) my man (laughs) just made me laugh so much Uh, Kofi going to the new Irish um, interviewer man uh, to say oh be careful where E's going to spit in you when he's with my big wet mouth (laughs) I got I got that big wet mouth (laughs) I got that wet mouth is an all time quote (laughs) of Big E Big E's got so many but I got that wet mouth (laughs) it's just Uh, in such a unique environment to get a quote like that. It's like, oh, yeah. Bianca Bella herself also did a really passionate one as well. Uh, Drew McIntyre in his one, I I really like. It was like, we can tell there was utter chaos and people smiling at things off of the screen, uh, which is like totally understandable given the situation. And then also uh, Drew McIntyre staying the pro Where the interviewer was just like, well, I'm going to talk to you now. And just staying in character, just full on. It's like, no, I don't want to do the interview. Get on this side, please, because I'm not taking my eyes off Bobby. He's like, oh, Drew, you're the man. (laughs) You're the man. But yeah, it was a really unique circumstance to be in. But then, eventually, uh, uh, for me, it was like 40 minutes past one. The show finally got underway. And the reports were coming out that, no, they're not going to trim anything. They've just started 40 minutes late. I was like, oh, like okay, That's fine. That's perfectly fine. You know, I did. I did feel like like Vince coming out was the like the perfect uh, kind of way to start it. Him going, "Welcome to WrestleMania," <laughs> was the absolutely perfect way to start WrestleMania. And then he kick into it. Um, coming back from all of that, it, the title New Hulk Hogan thing was a bit weird. Uh, the fans booed every time Hulk Hogan spoke. And to which, yeah, it's one of those, like, this is the message to WWE. Because this WrestleMania felt like an absolutely massive step forward in terms of, I guess, progression for the company. And, yeah, to have Hulk Hogan open the show, though, the fans responded in kind. <laughs> As in, he's not really going to fit with this kind of push you're going for. Uh, yeah, he's a massive name in the past. If, uh, to be fair, he brings a certain demographic of which I am not in. <laughs> 100% I'm not in. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a massive tangent because I want to start with the image that I've got up currently to my side. Not filmed. This is the first like proper live review I'm doing for this occasion. That way, is it? (laughs) Yeah, the uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks match. This match was fantastic. I will say as well, WrestleMania as a whole was fantastic Uh, from start to finish. I really enjoyed it. it. I guess the low point of WrestleMania would be the tag match, but like as a fan of New Japan. That was the exact spot you get that exact match in New Japan where it is just that, like, oh, it's a tag team tournament match. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> it's just, I guess you got to get Yano on the card. <laughs> like, it's something like that. It's it's not something I'm going to massively sink my teeth into, but it's a good kind of calm down match from, like, the big white hot main event. But for me, the entire show was fantastic. As a WrestleMania as a whole, I really enjoyed it. For me, it's like massive props, massive thumbs up. Uh, uh Would recommend, would watch, <laughs> whatever, whatever. Really, really enjoyed the show. Uh, but uh Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And yes, RIP to Sasha Banks' ribs. The main event was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. History made as the, for the first time ever, two black women main evented WrestleMania. Uh, Bianca tearing up, uh, say tearing up before tearing up. <laughs> she did tear it up, but first she teared up at the reaction as like both women struggled to hold back their smiles in the atmosphere of the moment. And good God, Bianca Belair looked great with, with some fantastic spots uh, like pressing Sasha all the way from ringside and up the steps into the ring. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Sasha too got some nice moments uh, yanking Belair's hair to counter a handspring. There were mores of, more of them. This was, like, early on, though. The strength of Belair on total display, and not forgetting the smarts of Sasha, again, constantly using that hair and having her clever little reversals. And as the match went on, they became more and more inventive, like using it to just get a few more stomps in at the ropes by wrapping the hair around the ropes, by using the hair to wrap around the arm of... Uh, no, yeah, but yeah, to talk the arm back in the submission as well. Some fantastic stuff, but Bianca Belair came out of this looking like an absolute star. And the feel of the match as well was, wow, look what Banks can do. And it it really worked. (laughs) I thought it was a really, really good uh, match here to get uh, Bianca Belair kind of over into such a capacity. She's not had... uh, Again, the build for this match was awful. You never got that one showcase of, look what she can do ahead of WrestleMania. He never got that. He never. She, Bianca and I have never got a showcase. They got a meh, tag team. Can they get a long storyline? But in terms of on the night itself, none of that mattered. Didn't matter one iota. And the match itself, they uh, they killed it. It was a fantastic main event. And Bianca's dad almost falling over the barricade celebration when Bianca won. And the reaction as well to the Bianca Hair Whip, like the you could tell there was a load of people in the crowd who, you know, they're not on the logo loop, <laughs> which is like one of the uh, touring loops that NXT does. Like they're not, they're not, they haven't seen Bianca Belair do the hair whip in person, but they've seen it on TV. But it's been the Thunderdome era. so there hasn't been a live reaction for Bianca Belair's hair whip because she debuted at WrestleMania last year, kind of, but not really, before disappearing. <laughs> But yeah, so she, her main roster career has been entirely in the Thunderdome era. So for a live crowd to finally see her, you could tell that, that some of that reaction was, oh my God, <laughs> just seeing that for the first time. Uh, the reactions to that on the front row were priceless. <laughs> just to see that, again, Just it's really nice like just sharing that kind of experience of watching somebody see it for the first time and get that reaction. It was just like, oh my God. (laughs) And you saw the scar on Sasha Banks as well when they showed her at ringside. It's like, oh dear. (laughs) They just got, yeah, that that whip on Sasha. (laughs) Painful. But it was also perfect because Sasha had been using her hair as a weapon the entire match. Using it against Bianca Belair as if it was a weakness. Then it becomes the thing that just, (laughs) just takes her out. It's like, oh. It was a fantastic main event. And it was the at the end of a, oh, like, as a whole of a huge WrestleMania. That my only grievance is they cut away from Banker's Banker Bianca Belair's celebration so late. But if so uh, so so quickly into her thing. But if I'm right, I thought I saw news that um, in Florida they had or in Tampa they had like some kind of agreement that they'd be done by midnight. I don't know if it's like a COVID thing or whatever. And they cut it close. I well, didn't really cut it. Close, they were, what was it, like 22, like, I guess. <laughs> I guess like 11.40. Um, so get out of there type of stuff. Who, who knows? I thought I'd seen some news on that, which might explain why they cut away so quickly. But again, solid, absolutely solid uh, main event. Bloody killed it. <laughs> it is, again, my complaint was that I did not get to soak in the wind and atmosphere as much as I wanted to because of how much I enjoyed it. Is it you've left me wanting a little bit more. Uh, you can use your like social media stuff to give me that. I'll probably watch it <laughs> because I've soaked it up. Uh, it's it's just nice to have really enjoyed the WrestleMania. You know, I think what helps as well. I am seeing it in this like the big stage arena. I think I'm a really big fan of WrestleMania staying two nights. I think I want it. <laughs> as in, if they're going to like jam pack it with these matches. I feel like them doing it for all two nights is so much more preferable than the like the monster eight hour epic or whatever it is, that's something ridiculous. I think the WrestleMania with Becky Lynch, the main event, I think that was like six hours plus a two hour pre-show. Whoa, <laughs> like Jesus. This, I like. I'm watching the main event, I've still got energy. The crowd is still white hot for it. They've still got all the energy in the world to give to it. Yes, this was the first wrestling show back, But it's just really nice to see that at WrestleMania again. And the match before it as well, which I'll get to next. (laughs) Because I want to talk about that before going uh, And then I'll go to Drew Bobby and go through the card in order. But, my God, it was... uh, (laughs) The crowd were able to stay hot for the entire show. And I really feel like that really lended to Bianca Belair's final run as well. As she then turns the hair that Sasha Banks had been using against her for the entire match becomes the most devastating weapon to then land into the TKO... Uh, yeah all the applause in the world like they, they made a star Bianca Belair at this show and I feel like they did it they obviously did that with more than one person will <laughs> so go through the card uh, yeah just yeah all the applause in the world fantastic main event and I'm going to have to move on to the next match <laughs> just positively gushing over the main event of course with a history made as well me as a wrestling fan I'm more um, I get obviously automatically drawn to how great the match was uh, but yeah not forgetting the history made uh, with two black women main eventing WrestleMania as well. Uh, yeah. Then, it was really nice seeing the card again. Yeah, I feel like that was the like the first hour of the show was just my, my pure reaction of, oh, it's just, it's it's like we're back home. It's like, Murray, what are you doing awake? <laughs> In the chat. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, why do we, it's the, the British curse of, it's now quarter past five in the morning as I'm talking about this. And I've got to get through my notes before my eyes get too blurry to read them. <laughs> it's the curse. I'll be dead tomorrow. Uh, but my Twitch stream tomorrow will be interesting. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, so I want to talk about Bad Bunny. And, and, as in, I'm looking at what I've got to talk about. And for me, it turns like WWE as well. My tone for the entire review is going to be positive. And uh, yes, I'm. The, oh, the AEW New Japan shill. <laughs> oh, he he loved a WrestleMania. Yeah, start to finish. Does it hurt my stress, my internet street cred? <laughs> does it hurt it to say I genuinely enjoyed this WrestleMania all the way through? Just, I don't. I don't even know what my favorite match of the night was. And I'm saying it. I'm saying that without any sense of irony. It's not because because they were all bad. <laughs> but no, that genuinely. I have just found out like, this sofa squeaks and a bounce on it. <laughs> That's probably big up by the microphone. Uh, but yeah, it was like from start to finish. Enjoyed. It. I need to get into the matches instead of <laughs> just uh, um, going over it. But yeah, I, I do agree. Like easily, as I was saying earlier, the work, the kind of low point of the show was the tag match. But then the tag match was also in the exact spot New Japan used it for, where you have your white hot opener, then you have your tag nonsense. <laughs> it's a turmorly taggy thing you don't really care you kind of get through it and then you can start to build up the card again and that 's what exactly what they did here white heart matchup and then the tag thing, but then you build up the card afterwards uh' it's just well yeah I've, if I love my vessel kingdom then i've got to give the same applause here It does a card order uh has got work in seven hours. you madman <laughs> you madman uh yeah i've got a well I while was well, thinking about it i'm live with my FIFA World Cup stream with my brother on Twitch at three so that's in like 10 hours <laughs> in under 10 hours I've got to be live on Twitch in a competitive FIFA ring anyway tangent I didn't mean to plug that so the Miz talk about Bad Bunny I want to talk about Bad Bunny because he was absolutely fantastic and uh, I'll get to the kind of intro stuff as well and an arena of bouncing bunnies in one of the more unique entrances for Ms. and Morrison. And this was like, this was one of the absolute best celebrity arcs of WrestleMania. And I was talking about the entrances, Jesus Christ, bad bunnies entrance. Like Damien Priest, he was like soaking in his own music and really enjoying it. (laughs) It's just, it's like, he's just digging his own music so much, his own entrance. And yeah, I, and then the firing his name into the lights and sky. Which also brings me to my other point as well. The augmented reality, the virtual reality graphics, I thought they were pretty good for this show. Um, maybe because, like, for me, one of the worst ones is Roman Reigns, which is like, oh, such a shame. I mean, it's not as bad since they put the T-shirt on him. It was worse before. When they debuted it, it was worse. But I, I liked a lot of the AR in this show. A personal favourite being... Yes, I've got them ranked. <laughs> a personal favourite being the uh, pirate ship thing. Uh, not the pirate ship, oh, when it was on the gazebo, what do they call that gazebo? That structure above the ring. And they put the pirate ship kind of mast on there with the flag draping. I thought that augmented reality looked really good. And then like AJ's, when it said phenomenal, that was also kind of like bent into that structure as well. I feel like they did augmented reality, but it was kind of warped to fit the arena. It wasn't just obnoxiously there <laughs> covering half the screen. Because that was my complaint uh, from when they first did it, uh, with the like, Asuka versus Charlotte Flair match where they had the augmented reality, but they they got this awesome staging, and then the AR just like, covered it all up. It's like, what is this crap? <laughs> but on this show, it fit the staging. And for me, that's like an absolutely perfect way to use it. Uh, I was a big fan of it in this show. Like, they've m- You can see the massive improvement, or, or they got someone new in just to kind of help them with it, and you saw the massive <laughs> improvement. Uh, just seeing uh, Becky, Ronda and Flair should be ashamed of their match <laughs> Sasha Sach- did it better the main event of this show was so incredibly solid and uh, yeah I think again what really helped was the crowd not being dead I think that really really helped so, Yeah. yeah uh, but yeah Bad Bunny's entrance speaking of entrances Bad Bunny's entrance was fantastic <laughs> just driving in in the truck as it's going psh, psh, firing up on the sides uh, and I'm watching it going, God, he's on top of that car, sorry, on the top of that truck, like Neo, Matrix Reloaded as it goes down the highway. <laughs> he's got his black, <laughs> the black thick coats as well. Um, yeah, I got ma- massive Matrix vibes <laughs> of the entire thing. And But I thought the uh, Bad Bunny himself, when he got to the ring, he says, oh, just the wrestling fan in him, just just jumping off the screen, uh, totally impressing. Uh, Bunny getting a, a great show in before becoming like the source of the beatdown for that Miz and Morrison heat and eventual Damien Priest hot tag. Big old pops for absolutely everything Bunny did. Like a high-pitched scream <laughs> for every single punch he took and gave. It was, it was, so many were just in on this match and it's just including all the smaller details that my nerdy Twitter feed <laughs> like popped for. It's like, oh, he's holding the tag rope Oh, my friend, Bunny, is <laughs> holding the tag rope. <laughs> and like, Jesus, did he win over every single person with a sublime performance. Sold like a boss, looted hard, and Bunny Destroyer as well. <laughs> I, was just, I was just trying to type Bunny Destroyer by the time I'd finished typing it, and Booker T's going, Bunny Destroyer, Bunny Destroyer. says, <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I'm so happy we're on the same uh, wavelength for that. <laughs> Nearly said a matism there. Where it's where I put two sayings together, and I do it more often than I probably should have, uh, and uh, that for me is when people are on the same page length. Not a saying, <laughs> you're on the same page, or the same wavelength, but I put them together to be on the same page length. Uh, so yeah, so now when I say it, I've at least explained it here, so <laughs> people know. Um, but yeah, I thought the I thought Bad Bunny was fantastic. I thought he. Um, again, it wasn't. It was just. It was selling for it as well. And a massive shout out to Miz and Morrison as well, just wrestling a blinder on the other side. It was, yeah. They were like completely selfless. Um, Bad Bunny came across as a star, and just yeah, he could hit it's all, all the positive reactions. All the positive reactions, uh, and yeah, the yeah, likelihood is this was like a WrestleMania Royal Rumble to WrestleMania arc, uh, especially because it's a big celebrity and like he's an incredibly successful artist <laughs> and to WWE as well absolutely massive get because he's a massively successful current day artist this isn't like a star from the past he's like oh i got a bit of time now it's like even Mike Tyson was no longer in his prime when he showed up on WWE and did that white hot angle with Stone Cold it's like no like here Bad Bunny's in his musical prime <laughs> he is I mean assuming he's entered his prime for we know he's going to rise he's young <laughs> he's still got time for it but yeah, he is an absolutely massive get. And you can see he's a huge wrestling fan because he just screamed it, <laughs> just watching him. So it's, it's all the little details as well. Uh, his whole height he was to do the lucha stuff. <laughs> and, um, the Canadian destroy- Destroyer at ringside. <laughs> like A non-wrestling fan doesn't even consider doing a Canadian Destroyer at ringside. <laughs> but no, bad bunny. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought it was fantastic and the crowd went absolutely mental for Bad Bunny. Also, there's little things as well, like he and Damien Priest with their moves in tandem, the, uh, the stereo falcon arrows, and the whatever that is. In my day, when I was a kid, it was you clapped to your um, friend across the ears and you just tangoed them like that. I <laughs> just, I hated that. I absolutely hated that. As a kid, I had delicate ears whenever somebody did the, I've oh, just been tangoed. Don't even know if that made a thing. In America. I'm doing this on an American thing for an American website. <laughs> i saying, hey, you've just been tangoed from an advert that aired about 20 years ago. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Let's get back to the topic. Bad Bunny. <laughs> it was sublime. A sublime performance. And everybody else in that ring helped. Uh, did, that was the picture they were painting of like a sublime performance by Bad Bunny. That was the story they were telling. That is the picture being painted and every single person attributed to that perfectly. <laughs> it's just... One of the absolute best, I guess, celebrity matches at WrestleMania, like in terms of the attention it brought, in terms of the hype, in terms of the, in terms of like the quality of the arc as well, in terms of the actual match, <laughs> it's got to be up there. As in, I'm immediately in my head trying to think, what were the best WrestleMania celebrity matches? And like Floyd Mayweather, oh, what is, This was the best one, probably, because celebrity matches are quite often spectacle over substance. Uh, but and sometimes it doesn't need the substance because the spe- spectacle works enough uh, but oh, Bad Bunny absolutely bought it, everyone else helped make him look like a star in that ring <laughs> it was uh, and he never thought, oh is Bad Bunny taking all the spotlight, no, it, it worked within the characters of the match Like it, it was really well put together all oh, the plaudits in the world for that but yes, one of the single praises of Bad Bunny I thought he was absolutely fantastic cannot, <laughs> cannot uh, praised that man enough for that one, and again everybody else in that match as well. I thought it was fantastic. But right, a quick swig in this new setup. I've got my water so far away. Mm. I'm just happy to not be in front of a garage door. <laughs> it's quite nice. I've got a lovely painting of trees behind me. Aren't they pretty? Say yes to the pretty trees. <laughs> anyway. I'm now going to go through this match. Also, yes, RIP to John Morrison taking a, a Bunny Destroyer at ringside. <laughs> he was not coming back after that. I did really like how after that, you're like, oh, this is now where we go white hot for the baby faces to win. But then Miz countered Damien Priest and hit the school crushing finale for Bad Bunny to jump in and save. I thought that was a really good kind of ending fake out to then run into the finish afterwards. And Bad Bunny getting the win, obviously. Uh, so anyway, we're now going to go through the other five matches on the show and uh, it's going to be one of those reviews I feel like where I'm blasting through it relatively quickly just because I've got a solid amount to say, not got a lot to criticise uh, and it's all going to be positive. <laughs> Sometimes when it's a negative thing, you run on tangents to try and explain yourself. Nah, liked it, move on. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, after the rain delay... After that special 30 minute period, I, I, I don't know why they're going to keep that 30 minute period because there was some gold. Again, Biggie's wet mouth. <laughs> I don't want Biggie's wet mouth to not exist on the network because that made me laugh. Also, again, English, still got the network. But yeah, I oh, want well, that to still exist. <laughs> but uh, like with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, where they cut out the earthquake at their show, which is like part of the course, Like it's nothing incredibly new that. But for something like this, it's like, ah, it's not, it doesn't fit with the show. And I think they might prefer to go straight to the action rather than this awkward feeling for time 30 minutes thing. But there was some gold. And it was unique. And the amount of applause he got from fans of, well, look what happens when you give your wrestlers the chance to just talk, to just be themselves, to say, go, okay, here's a microphone. You know your points. Go. Fill some time. And it's like, yeah, it seems to really work. I'm, I'm, it's, it's almost as if, that would be a perfectly fine thing to do on the regular. <laughs> Again, if you still want to script them in the ring, you don't have to like release all of the veins, all of the holds, like it is WWE, but the backstage stuff, the backstage of interviews, maybe you don't have to be so scripted. I think this proved it. Like All the characters felt so so way more genuine because of these. So, yeah, just let them do them, <laughs> just let them do them. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Before we get to it, Samoa Joe in a raincoat <laughs> looked hilarious. Yes, I cat. Yes, he did. He looked hilarious in that rain, in the raincoat. It was the two of them together. Because Michael Cole is just—he's just a dad at this point. He's a—he's a wrestling industry. He is a dad. <laughs> Nothing he does just can be cool because <laughs> he's reached that kind of dad level. Uh, but Samoa Joe—he's still in that wrestler era. Like he, what well, he, he carries himself like a wrestler. He looks like a wrestler. Talks like a wrestler. He's still in that point. And him in a raincoat was quite funny. <laughs> it's just, uh, apologies to Samoa Joe, don't beat me up, but it, it, you were quite funny in a raincoat. Whilst Michael Cole, everything he does is uncool. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's not the same. Uh, anyway, let's get to the action. We kicked off with the WWE Championship of Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashers, the awesome champion of, of the Hurt Business versus Drew McIntyre. And if Okada and Suzuki can do it. So it convinces big beefy men, wrestling in the rain as the fans filtered back in. And they still delivered that big return to WrestleMania opening. Because of course, like they played the whole hype package video. You're ready in that moment to then go into the big pyro. And then Drew McIntyre's music hits. He gets a huge ovation from the crowd. But that didn't happen. Instead, you come from the big awesome video package and it's Michael Cole saying it's raining a lot. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's not what we wanted. <laughs> but you've still got that hype in you. you don't worry, you've got 40 minutes Fit to die down first. But where, then you got the five minute warning, oh, we're gonna come back. Bianca Belair cut some promo, she did well in that. Then we come back to arena, we know what's happening. Joe McIntyre's music hits. Uh, the thing that made me laugh before I get into this, I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna quickly go through these. I'm just suddenly remembering bits I didn't make notes on for some reason. I don't know why I didn't make a note on Pete Rosenberg (laughs) as the because they went from the pre-show of a panel people of Kayla and Peter Rosenberg Talking just a little bit about the final stuff before cutting to the promo package for Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley When as the video starts playing you can still hear them at first I was just like oh it's just Kayla's mic It's like it's a one mic issue Uh, Kayla's just just hearing her do a light giggle It's like "Ah, it's a minor production issue there's Been so much chaos, that's fine. Then it went golden, <laughs> then this album went platinum <laughs> as uh, the video package still continues to play. And Peter, Pete Rosenberg, just over the top of the video package, just hear him just go, oh, I just want to pee so bad, <laughs> I just want to go to the toilet so badly. It's like, ah, oh, oh no, <laughs> Peter, ah, oh, Pete, <laughs> over the top of the opening video package at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship. Is Pete Rosenberg, exclaiming how badly he wants to go to the toilet, and that's there now, <laughs> that now then forever. <laughs> Pete Rosenberg exclaiming how much he needs to go to the toilet, over the top of your opening video package. God, I uh, uh, got a good laugh out of me. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I, I was happy with just the Kayla giggles. That that made me laugh enough. But Pete, again again that album went platinum with that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but the crowd. In this match, were well, white hot for it. It was like, awesome to see Drew finally getting his moment, like his big WrestleMania Championship match in the weather of his homeland and all, and like such a perfect like kind of match to open the show with after last year. And uh, he in the match itself, putting all the stops going to the skies, two servings of hefty lads clobbering the lights out of each other, and. Yeah, just like seeing like the crowd jumping to their feet at the mere mention of seeing a finisher as well. Uh, just when I was watching that in this opening match, I was like well, I really am finding this more emotional than I thought. <laughs> just it's like a community reunited at last, seeing it, this show like this. And oh yeah, just I thought this match was great. Yeah, Mighty Bobby powered Drew up high whenever the Scottish Stake tried to run in with a follow up. It wasn't going to be as easy as last year to land a claymore. For him as that evidently went as the match went on. Yeah, pulling out the Kamora lock to wear down the big lad as well. He bought that something new. Nicked from Rocky Baby. In a total shock though Bobby Lashley retained. Countering the Claymore again and again with the help of MVP as the match went on. And locking in the Hurt Lock for the win. Like honestly like a shock I loved. Like the match was hot. <laughs> the match was great. Two big lads, what's it going to take? And again, like three future socks in a row wasn't enough to pin Bobby. And you're like, ah, but this is just setting up for the Claymore. But he never hit the Claymore. Something happened every single time for Drew to miss or to Bobby to just escape or just a slight distraction timing or something. And like, yeah, 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 so I guess. Like no one had Bobby winning this, but the fact he did, the fact he did, I'm, I'm really behind it. Because again, he'd been so solid, with the whole Hurt Business thing that and I feel like this kind of reinforces him breaking up with the Hurt Business to help focus on his championship because my assumption was right this is done now you've got to tie back at WrestleMania then it will be gone and yeah I feel like this kind of reaffirms Bobby Lashley's side like no no, no I did it to refocus at least you can tell it this way yeah, I did, he did it to refocus and look it worked he was right he was struggling then he got rid of them now look at him so yeah, you can use that I mean that's that's, in, that's that's hindsight booking something of which I've said WWE I've phrased WWE on that before where they book utter trash something they completely destroy something but in the end they find a way <laughs> they look at all the pieces and they hindsight book their way back into normality before then doing it again <laughs> as over the course of time it wears you down a bit but in that period you're like ah but they tied a bow on it nicely in the end uh, yeah, I felt like Bobby Lashley Drew McIntyre was a really hot opener with a completely unexpected result that did lead into something positive in terms of like the Bobby Lashley is going to continue this feud. We're going to be—I I massively assume we get this match again at the next pay per view. Uh, it it purely be the style of it lasting at least three pay per views <laughs> in a row. Uh, but yeah, and it, it did—it felt like Drew McIntyre was going to win, like he's waiting for that moment, and then Bobby Lashley counters him. A Again, and this time gets in the hurt lock and just drains him completely. Yeah, I was, I was a massive fan of this match. It was big, muscly men doing big, muscly things. <laughs> it really worked. Like right, two. The next one. Tag Team Turmoil Time. This is one, so again, I've said earlier, this was the kind of low point of the show. We had the White Hot Championship opener. Again, after all the weather turmoil, we suddenly then come to... Uh, get through the championship match and then this was kind of like ah the show's continuing okay cool <laughs> my only worry was whilst i was starting to write my notes for this one i was like oh no oh no it's like two something now isn't it oh my eyes no don't get blurry now <laughs> it's just just a slight worrisome moment but this was a yeah essentially a gauntlet we have two teams in at a time and then one gets eliminated down comes the next one uh, I don't think we've ever had this kind of match at WrestleMania. Normally, it's everybody's there, do a thing, but this was like one of the other. It has some organisation to it. I feel like that's what reminded me of New Japan, where in this spot they've have, they've had matches like this, like turmoils like this, or gauntlets before, and this is kind of the slot it would go into. But yeah, the number one contender for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, Lana and Naomi. Uh, also getting a massive pop everybody got great pops because of because of the occasion there were definitely some piped in to the pops but I feel like they, it's like over the course of the show they were learning how to do it because they've not piped in with a live crowd to this size yet and the crowd were popping for a lot of it but they weren't always giving the desired reaction case on point Hulk Hogan got booed every time he spoke that's not what they wanted really and you could tell when they were piping in the reactions to his words and you can hear the booze underneath, but with a live crowd, with a live crowd, you get mixed reactions anyway. So you just need to get the balance right. And I felt like over the course of the show, they were trying to figure that out. Uh, but still, Lana and Naomi entered first. Great reaction. Naomi's entrance at WrestleMania will always be fantastic. They were met by Carmella and Billy Kay. I love Billy Kay. <laughs> she makes me laugh so much. Uh, but this match, it was because of the way that like, the place it was on the card as well. It was a match that happened, and I didn't really get more into it than that. And like some tag team fun following the hot title opener, that seemed to be what it looked like on paper, and that's what they delivered. It's like, but I wasn't. It didn't. It didn't deliver less than I was expecting. So in terms of like a negative review or anything, it's like, oh but this was the exact match I was expecting. <laughs> exact match I was expecting. Uh, but yeah, Billy Kay, she just made me laugh. And I think I enjoyed this match most when I was just laughing at Billy Kay. And, like, oh, yeah. Like Lado and Naomi jumped in with a, with a flash and style. And they were looking great. During some of the WrestleMania gear, sparkling fantastically as well. Uh, it was just during the match. I didn't realise during the entrance. It was, like, during the match. Where I was like, oh, God, no. That, that's awesome gear. <laughs> but Carmella's cheeky Betty Smart sneaked an advantage as Kay rolled up Naomi. And Carmella snuck in some helpful leverage. And eliminated were Lana and Naomi. Oh, you're not doing the angle with Shane and Nia like you were do for ages? Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't personally need it. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, that's not happening. Okay, cool. Uh, after that, the Riot Squad out next. And this time the referee spotted Carmella. The cheeky cheeks weren't happening this time. And Biddy soon found herself draped over knees as another wrestler sent on top of her. Uh, Carmella with a round of kicks before the next team came on out. And came on down as well. Oh, I've just, just seen something in the comments. Uh, it's, it's, it's women's wrestling, so it sticks. It's about the main event. Uh, somebody posted on Twitter uh, the picture of the streak continues with Sasha Banks, where it says zero and six. She's lost every single match at WrestleMania. The streak continues. <laughs> it's just because everybody did the not everybody, but the wrestlers did the photo shoots dressed up as the Undertaker for his retirement. So, you got the Sasha Banks Undertaker picture ready. <laughs> she's throwing the bows. And it says zero six. 6 <laughs> The streak continues. Uh, that generally made me laugh. So, yes. Sasha Banks, she's allowed to be champion. She just can't walk out of WrestleMania, as it? <laughs> it's just not a thing. Not a thing. Anyway, uh, to then take on the Riot Squad came down Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. So like, oh Again, uh, it got a laugh out of me. But also one of those, like, about. Oh, I also feel sorry for you because... He's <laughs> like, oh, like it's like a. I swear I heard an oh no come out of Mandy as it happened, <laughs> but the rain playing its effects again as Mandy slipped on the ramp. It's like, oh, like right in her ass <laughs> just uh, on the ramp. It, like it, it made me. It's one of those laughs where like, Oh, I also feel sorry for you, but it's not as it's not as embarrassing as you would think it would be. Just because the whole night's been so chaotic anyway that it, it just kind of, for me, it fit into that rather than, oh is it this embarrassing? It's like, oh, no, it's just another chaotic thing. I mean, not a fault. There's rain everywhere. It was just who's next. And they were saying during the opening matches how slippery the ropes were and how big a risk it was. they put I did like that on commentary. I want to say it was Graves and Cole both saying, it's like, oh, no, they uh, it's really dangerous to go up onto top ropes because of how slippery it is because of the rain. But they incorporated into the commentary of how the match was going. Uh, but yeah. Poor Mandy, right on a bum bum. <laughs> but back and forth as the muscle friends made their mark. There's only sexy muscle friends if us there. Uh, it looking like Rose and Brooke were set for the win until Liv reversed and Mandy rolled up into one of her own. And that eliminated Rose and Brooke. For Natalia and Tamina, our big bad odds for our knackered goodies to climb. But the ascent on these combo wasn't enough this time. Uh, in time, The big bads fighting back, and Natalia ordering Tamina to superfly splash on down for the win. Uh, Natalia and Tamina advance to the champions tomorrow. Good for them. I guess (laughs) it it was the one team I wasn't expecting to win. So the question is, is that good or not? I want to say not. (laughs) I don't really know. I don't have an opinion. I think so. That means not. So I'm going with. I don't. I don't. I'm not like oh, they (laughs) won. I'm like, oh, they were Cool, cool, they won. Right, next. <laughs> it's just like one of those. I'm like, yeah, good for them. I mean, I've not got, I've not got massive negative feelings to, it, but I've not got many positive either. Yeah. Again, low point of the show, but it was after a white hot main event and before a fantastic match. <laughs> and I feel like every match after this delivered in its own unique way. Something like this WrestleMania had was variety as well. I feel like that's something like a big show like this really needs. Like The matches all shone for their different reasons. It's like, yeah, just absolutely massive stuff. So Seth Rollins versus Cesaro was up next. Uppercut, off the bell, and <laughs> boy were we in for a treat. Entertaining as hell from bell to bell. And another fantastic match. Uh, Seth Rollins putting everything in there to make Cesaro look like an absolute beast to really get him over. Also, Seth Rollins with his new uh, theme tune as well, personally, Yeah, I like it. I'm fine with it. It's not the best theme I've ever heard, but because it fits his character well, I don't mind. Because that's my main thing. And that was definitely something I saw uh, Jim Johnson talking about, was if you've got a theme that fits the character and it's all about them, then it works perfectly, rather than generic rock music. That's why I didn't like Keith Lee's original one, compared to his current one, where it's him singing again. Like, the rock music is... Not part of Keithy's character in the slightest, uh, but yeah, Seth so Rollins one here. Yeah, fits his character. It's the two kind of merged together. Like it was a bit too churchy beforehand, and then it's got rid of all the church, went straight back to burn it down. So why not put the two together in a rocky church <laughs> kind of awesome mashup? Uh, but yeah, the match itself was the story of Rollins, who's had all the success against Cesaro, who's always had the potential but never got to those levels of accomplishments. Some kind of weird cross-wiring in the kind of telling of it. where it was like, oh, But the fans seem to be clicking with him now. Like, the fans were always clicking with Cesaro. It was never... That was never the issue. <laughs> but he needed to, in storyline, come up with a reason for why he's not met a certain level and why he's getting his mass support now. Whilst... Because the explanation doesn't work in kayfabe. Papers, so they have to come up with something. Uh, yeah. This match woke the crowd right back up after they had a wee rest during the previous tag team match and uh, like Seth weakening the Swiss man's arms but Cesaro kept on swinging and thank you Council, for the exact number because I didn't actually get that. I got over 20. 23 swings. Bloody hell Cesaro. <laughs> 23 swings plus when he did 9 as well. So he did 9 earlier in the match and then he had his, but he saw his arm being damaged. Then they had a Fantastic flurry uh, as well. And that then led into... I, I loved the back and forth, which then led into uh, Seth Rollins hitting the pedigree. Yeah, it was just like a run of offence. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, also, ooh, a lovely corkscrew splash. Wasn't that nice? <laughs> Wasn't that lovely, Seth? Uh, a lovely corkscrew splash. How delightful. <laughs> I said that was my reaction. I was like, OK, here he comes. He's going to do uh, the, the frog splash. And he does a great frog splash. And then, ooh, a corkscrew. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> I yeah, I genuinely really, really I, I felt I'm trying to think, I didn't want to re- repeat the way that I've talked about a different match earlier. Um but I did really enjoy this match. Again, as I put said at the start, entertaining as hell from bell to bell. And I yeah, cannot recommend this match enough. It was fantastic. My Twitter feed was melting over it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Uh, In the end, countering a stomp into his patented awesome uppercut. Yes. A great reaction from the crowd for that one. Into an even better reaction as he hit his beautiful airplane spin. Look, Mar. No hands. (laughs) As he keeps going round in circles and circles and circles. Uh, Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. No hands. A a fantastic little bit there. Uh, Eventually hitting the um, neutralizer. I forgot it for a second. Eventually hitting the neutralizer and getting the pin. But... Yeah, really solid match. Uh, you can see Seth Rollins put his all into this. Cesaro came off like a star. Getting to see him like this as well. Someone on Twitter put it over as like he's a, he's always been like this wrestler's wrestler, and just to see him kind of get that shine at WrestleMania as well. It's like, oh, that was that was great. And that, yeah, that's a good that's a good thing actually. Coming off from WrestleMania, yeah. Does Cesaro? Does he continue climbing that card? Does he go for Roman next? Because you can kind of use a similar Daniel Bryan kind of way, the reason Daniel Bryan went to it. You can use that. You don't have to jump that far. It can still work. Uh, Yeah, it's still that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exciting types. (laughs) Generally, really, really, really strong match. Cannot recommend Seth Rollins to enough. It was fantastic from start to finish. (laughs) Really, really good. They just set the tone with that uppercut right off the get-go and it never let down. It kept going for the entire... kept revving for the entire drive. That's to keep it in the same metaphor. Anyway, New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. This one caught me by surprise. <laughs> so the Evolved Tag Team Championships were on the line. Uh, first off, a lovely touch with Big E shouting his friends out from out front on the stage. Because normally does it in gorilla, But for him to actually come out on the stage and do it. I thought that was great. Also, Omos <laughs> during his entrance. Just incredibly, wearing even more formal clothes than normal for his TV (laughs) match. Because I was thinking, I wonder what gear he's going to have. How's he going to kind of dress up for this? I was like, oh no, he's dressed even more formally. (laughs) How has he done this? (laughs) Of course, he then took off his awesome big coat. Also, the only wrestler smart enough to wear a coat when it's cold and raining. (laughs) Genius almost, Genius. Uh, I mean to be fair could, could, can Drew McIntyre even keep on a coat when he's that oily <laughs> is it even possible uh, th- those flames aren't going to glisten without that baby oil it doesn't mean you can't wear a coat because <laughs> it'll come off in the baby oil ah uh, uh, the crux anyway yeah uh, a per- I don't think what was my favourite moment of this match but the crowd shifted what it was I would say like the, in the first half easily Xavier Woods shouting <laughs> it was easily my favourite part of the match just shouting, this is why you're not a tag team wrestler, AJ. We are effectively cutting the ring in half. <laughs> this is why you're not a tag team wrestler. Uh, it's just, as they were doing it, like, doing the commentator's jobs for them. Uh, it just me, it was making me laugh so much during that opening bit. And uh, just a massive pop as well after AJ found the way to get to Omos. Like running wild as puny human panic and effortless might. Rawr. Like the heel baby face kind of run for this one shifted, as the crowd was so much behind AJ Styles and Omos, and it's one of those reactions where it's just like, you can't make them heal now they got they had this absolutely devastating run from Omos, they were white hot for him, and the story of it elsewhere was the, the New Day, they were the ones again, as Xavier Woods put it, effectively cutting the ring in half, which is a very heel thing to do, but they were using it to explain how they're a great tag team they're doing great tag team stuff and they were effectively cutting the ring in half and kept doing that. And they were stopping, like go on. I dare you to try and make the tag to uh, to Omos. I like I dare you like proving the champion's point. It's like that as they dare him to try and make the tag to the rather large gentleman <laughs> over there. Uh, but he found a way. And during a- it's like they were teasing AJ Styles making the tag, and the crowd were white hot for it. And eventually, when he did, they went crazy. They were chanting for Omos. And as, the, as it went ahead, he looked fantastic. And uh, in the end, phenomenal forearm off the shoulders of a giant, uh, Omos with the two-handed slam as we crown new tag team champions in destructive fashion. That like the whole thing was New Day toying with AJ, that you're not a tag team wrestler for a reason. Then the second Omos tag team, just fear in the eyes of both of them. And the guy just launched them about, charged at them, looked like an absolute beast. Booked him to his absolute strengths. Like, whoever did this match, just wah, fantastic. He he looked awesome, <laughs> and he, like you tell, he's got a little bit of moveset, but they nailed it. So like, where's the complaint? If he if they used well, because my that's my critique of WWE is trying to fit so many into the same peg. Sorry, so so many so many pegs into the same hole. But if you play everybody to their strengths, then something like this you'll get in with Omos, Yeah. Great. (laughs) Really, really good. And the crowd loved him too. Uh, They they did a fantastic job putting him over. Uh, Omos felt like a star. Felt like a huge star. (laughs) The star of a large gentleman. Uh, And yes, zero damage to Omos as he stands there tall without a sweat. Without a sweat. Speaking of sweat, (laughs) the opposite of that. (laughs) Shane McMahon. (laughs) And this is our final match to talk about. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage—the most literal stupid story <laughs> WWE have ever done <laughs> for WrestleMania. Shane McMahon, Braun Strowman, centered around being stupid. How stupid is that? Incredibly stupid. It's all about being stupid. <laughs> you can't say this feud wasn't stupid. It's literally about being stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I—I I thought this match was the steel cage nonsense. <laughs> I thought it was great for what it was and what it was was stupid, but we knew that going in. So I haven't really got any complaints. Like, no, like, yeah, they, we got our, we got all the things we wanted. (laughs) We got, we got our big powerful man do big powerful and aging, crazy man takes his big, crazy bump. (laughs) Yeah. So I was happy with this. So I wasn't expecting anything. I was was like, if it can hit the notes that we, that I felt like it would need to, then it will be fine. And it did. And it did. Like, Wiley Shane uh, trying the pre-match attack via his musical pal, Elias and Jackson Vicker. But, like, we're all just sitting there waiting for Shane to jump off the thing. Like, come on, Shane. Come on, you crazy man. Like, jump off the thing, Shane. <laughs> Please jump off the thing. <laughs> also, uh, Choo Choo Braun didn't move his head either. Just, yeah, just normal old Braun. I mean, technically in his entrance. And... And his entrance looked great at WrestleMania with all of that steam just... <laughs> I felt like the crowd popped for that as well. Just the sheer amount of steam maybe startling them into... oh, <laughs> Maybe not that camp. <laughs> but still, uh, I thought it was... I thought it looked great, uh, the amount of steam. As in, it bellowed out and Strowman disappeared. <laughs> they had to cut to a different camera, wait for the smoke to kind of come down the ramp and then cut to Strowman from the side. <laughs> but... Uh, I thought it looked great. Yeah, I, I like see, I like when Steam does that, where you have your big entrance and you power so much in that the wrestler just disappears. So where's he gone? <laughs> where's he gone? Like when they were figuring out the amount of smoke to do for Edge's entrance and sometimes he'd just disappear for ages. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a massive fan of it. But yes, Braun generously giving Shane his hands as McMahon attempted to escape over and over and that was the gist of it. Braun Strowman was trying to beat him up Shane at every turn was just trying to escape. Never really changed the message. And yeah, they stuck to it. Nice, simple story. Don't overcomplicate it. This whole storyline has been about being stupid. You can't then try and do a masterpiece thing. This match should never be a masterpiece. This, This is exactly the kind of match it should have been. A Strowman deciding in the end. For an awesome spot as uh, Shane McMahon was tried to escape over and over and that entire bit was building to the genuinely cool as hell spot as Strowman rips apart the cage to pull Shane McMahon back in. I thought that was a great spot. Uh, Strowman then instead of just beating him up normally in the middle of the ring was like this is a Wrestlemania this is still cage match. Let's let Shane McMahon jump off the thing. (laughs) So Strowman decides to launch Shane off the top of the cage into the ring. And oof, that is an oof bump to take. Doing a front flip off the top of the cage. Uh, Kudos to Shane. Yeah, you are crazy. Props to him. Crazy man. Crazy man (laughs) to take a bump like that. I think he's 51 as well. Take that bump at 51. I'm not doing that now. (laughs) I'm in my 20s. (laughs) I'm not doing that now. Like, oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. But uh, before going to the ending, Braun had his feel-good message for the stupid before power... (laughs) That's not at all. I've completely skipped over the point of his message there. Before power slamming for the win. It just reminded me of 30 Rock um, when he was doing it. If anyone has ever been called stupid and all of that, there's a bit in 30 Rock where it's the idiot's protest. Where idiots are protesting. What are you protesting for? Don't know. When do you want it? We want it now. (laughs) It's just... I don't um yeah i don't really i don't really yeah just yeah I, I completely missed the point to me just because i obviously i know what the point actually is <laughs> but I was the entire time just reminded of that bit from 30 rock <laughs> uh, but yeah this match was decent for what it was but what it was was stupid we knew that going in we got all the stuff we needed so i'm not why would i ever complain about this match <laughs> it's exactly what i thought it was going to be it hit all of those notes that I thought it would need to be decent. Yeah, good on them, good on them. And finally, thing I can be happy about, Bailey at least featured on the show. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, she she was interacting with the Hall of Famers throughout the night uh, with a little skit with uh, NWO and Titus backstage, before then doing uh, a little bit of Michael Cole, <laughs> which really made me laugh, popping up with the announcers table and taking over to introduce the 2020 Hall of Fame class. And don't forget, there was also a 2021 Hall of Fame class. So you can have Bailey on both nights doing the same thing. She wants a match with Michael Cole. She's going to get it. <laughs> yes, and it is tomorrow going to be crazier. We've got a lot of matches coming up. I can't remember what they are. If I can get to WWE.com really quickly. Uh WWE.com. Yeah. <laughs> this is me at 6am going, I should probably go through the card for tomorrow. I've just completely forgotten to do it. Completely forgot to do it. So now I'm stalling as I quickly go to WrestleMania. Of course, I'm streaming. So my internet is (laughs) not at its best right now. It's taken up. It's taken up. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Nelly. Oh, it's all the uh, matches. Oh, dear. This is an amazing ending. Here we go. I've got the matches. Finally. Ah, yes. So still, it was the in-between ones that I'd forgotten. So still to come, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. Right, <laughs> Intercontinental, such such a like such a wrestling purist match of kept not purist, but wrestling massive fan match of Kevin Owens Sami Zayn and that's the one with Logan Paul in it. <laughs> it's like oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Intercontinental Championship a Big E versus Apollo Cruz in a Nigerian drum fight. That's just no DQ uh, with a character twang on it. I'm fine with that. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Hopefully not silly, but yeah, fun. United States Championship Riddle versus Sheamus Riddle getting his big WrestleMania moment uh, Sheamus as well after an amazing year He might even win Sheamus just because of ha- like as a thank you for how solid a year he's had It could be one of those where he loses it the next night or next pay-per-view but he gets the WrestleMania kind of moment It uh, feels like it could be one of those Asuka Ripley could steal the show I mean the main event looks so solid Dunno <laughs> It's a really strong card here as well Also what the hell's The Fiend Randy Orton going to be if you're talking about crazy um, what's going to happen at the show? Like, what is The Fiend going to be? What's that? <laughs> what's The Fiend going to be? Like, it's not a cinematic match, as far as I can tell. Like, what's going <laughs> to... Obviously, maybe they want their big Fiend entrance to WrestleMania. But this Fiend doesn't do the dramatics of the previous one. He is... He's the body of The Fiend without any of the soul. It's just... Yeah. Oh, it's, that's going to be interesting. I do like that. Personally, it's pure 80s eighties horror sequel nonsense in The Fiend as he currently is. So that's interesting. Pretty interesting. Ah, uh, yeah. It's an interesting one. <laughs> I'm trying to think, There's any more comment on it? It's just interesting. <laughs> it's just interesting. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, then the main event of uh, Daniel Bryan, not Randy Orton, <laughs> no, going back to WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan, Edge and Champion Roman Reigns. That's just got... Uh, main event show scene written all over it uh, and tonight was solid like tonight's main event was incredibly solid and I feel like that's just the perfect way to immediately sign off and go our merry way and our merry sleep <laughs> all the way uh, to Wrestlemania tomorrow we we'll do it all again oh I forgot to mention WWE 2K thank you slight cancel yes so uh, in the chat this is like oh yeah this point came as well oh it did <laughs> so signing off yeah, they they had the reveal for WWE uh, Two K Twenty Twenty Two, or Two uh, K 2K, WWE Two K Twenty Two. Jesus, <laughs> uh, obviously coming soon because that'll be coming out in time for Christmas. Normally it's what October kind of time it comes out. Um, it's one they've got to hit home with because they were, It was an up and down series. Twenty Nineteen was applauded as being like one of the better ones. But it still had a lot of like this is still a building block kind of thing, as in he should still be hitting higher than this. But this is the best one he put out so far, 2K. <laughs> but 20 was so bad. And and again, talking to people who've bought it, it was just the same game as 19. Just it just with the updated people and the rosters, and it just didn't run. Oh yeah, it was incredibly buggy, and then there's no point buying it. It's, it's a worse version of 19 with the updated roster. Why would you get that? It was so bad, Ticket 21 was gotten rid of and they did. They port, seemed to port over a mobile game in Battlegrounds and kind of make that, try to, try to console it up a bit, but it felt very mobile-like. Uh, again, watch wrestling shorts, streams... Oh no, you can't because Twitch deletes them. They were painful, <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, 2K22, they've got to hit home with this one. They can't muck it up. And I don't know if just making 19 again with the updated roster, as in... As in, you just make a solid game without an incredible amount of bugs, and people will be fine with it. It's the first one on PS5 as well. Trailer-wise, the graphics looked very similar, but like Ray Mysterio's always looked relatively strong. It's because the engine that they use for these games it was created for the NBA games, and you can tell because hair looks rubbish. <laughs> hair looks really bad. <laughs> Look at Charlotte Flair; she makes her entrances. Um, it's just like on each gate, like progressively worse. <laughs> like her hair in particular looked really bad. But bold lads, Bobby Lashley looks fantastic. <laughs> there are some people who look really good in the engine. I mean, given given the correct face, look at the Rock, uh, the e- Edge as well. Edge's hair didn't matter. Who was that man? That man wasn't Edge <laughs> in the uh, 2019. Who and two K twenty like who is this man who you've called Edge? <laughs> it's like fake Edge, like with fake Diesel and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, so two K twenty two felt like I've got to hit the mark, um, but hit's different. Yeah, it's fine. Also, when the hit's different, kind of flashes across the screen. If you pause it early enough, it it, it just says shit. <laughs> it really made me laugh. <laughs> that just made me laugh seeing that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I was, I saw people on Twitter calling for Omos versus Shaq, just after that performance, like, oh, I can build to this. <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, yeah. yeah. And also then afterwards, we went, oh, why not Bad Bunny Shaq? as two celebrities who did really well in their matches. Uh, yeah. It, a really solid WrestleMania. Incredibly solid. I, yeah, again, it's not like a five out of five show or anything like that, but it was incredibly solid and enjoyable. And that's really why I don't like doing number scores, just because, like, I can give it a, numbered grade but my I differentiate between numbered grades and how much I enjoyed it they don't relate to each other really like I can really enjoy a 2-3 out of a 5 show if that's what I'm in the mood for or if it's solid at that level and it didn't need to be any higher than that it's still enjoyable but yeah I can I'm fine with that but I, I still say like incredibly solid show with multiple matches to a point where I don't know which is my favourite I Wanna say the Bad Bunny one, but the celebrity ma- uh, when a celebrity match hits like that, more often than not on the night, it's fantastic. But then, like um, Wanda Valzi, her match at WrestleMania, her debut was also fantastic. Like they, they know how to do celebrity tag team matches. Like they've proven that. <laughs> the past two they've done have both been fantastic. Uh, so yeah, cool, yeah. Fant- I don't know which is gonna be my favorite match. It might be Cesaro versus Volins. But right now it's Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny, the celebrity match was my favorite. I enjoyed that the most. I popped during it the most. Was it the most technically sound? No. Of course Mullins <laughs> this is always going to be more technically sound than that. But I enjoyed it the most. I had the most fun with it. Like, yeah. yeah. And again, there's variety as well. Like, you've got your crazy WWE nonsense <laughs> in Strayman Versus vs. Shane McMahon. You've got your celebrity, like, look at Celebrity Do Cool Things match. You've got... Your technical awesomeness in Seth Rollins to oh, Zara. You got your big boys doing big boy wrestling, and of course you have got your history-making main event in Sasha Banks Bianca Belair. When and the streak continues for Sasha Banks to kind of wrap it up, <laughs> so I can go to bed. It's got it's six something in the morning. I can hear the birds tweeting. These windows are a bit better than the one in, that I do normally, so hopefully it's blocked out a bit. <laughs> uh, but yes, as daylight seeps seeps through, even like because this is the extension that I've been having built. Hence why I've been doing shows where I have been. Um, and I've been doing it with like noise and stuff. But yeah, this is actually being built. I've currently got two massive things of cardboard against the window to stop the light. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a unique circumstance right now. But yes, I am going to get to sleep. It's time for the like, get-up and breakfast. <laughs> it's six o'clock. Uh, anyway, I am going to go to bed. So that's the end of that. You can't keep me up. Uh, so yes, WrestleMania. 37. Night one, solid. Night two, we'll wait and see. Maybe it maybe it'll be just as solid, but people will be down on the fiend Randy Orton stuff. I feel like Fiend Van Orton stuff is it's if you're if you like it, then you like you really like it and you're really in. That's what we found out with the end of year awards votes, because the fiend was right up there. It's like those who like it, really like it. Those who don't, really don't get it. <laughs> and uh, as in really don't understand it as in that like, I don't understand why people like this type of stuff. I'm not, not as in, you don't watch this correctly. I'm in the boat of, it's, I just think it's hit and miss personally. Like some, sometimes I'd like it. So, so some elements I really like others. I'm just like, Eah. why, why? Yeah, I'm running into my explanations being goldy goo because it's time to go to bed. <laughs> anyway, thank you for uh, like engaging, liking, subscribing, clicking the bell, whatever. Uh, I'll be live uh, after WrestleMania again, 4 nights 2 again tomorrow night, probably at a similar time. Hopefully a bit earlier because without the rain delay, it wouldn't be quite as late. I'm just, so I'm a bit hopeful. And there's one match less as well. So hopefully it's more like 4 o'clock. <laughs> it's not quite as good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at the Dam Impicat, as Dam I a "Damn, you can uh, join me on my Twitch streams, I will be Twitching uh, tomorrow at 3pm GMT, which I think is 10am Eastern Time as well, also you can follow Wrestling Headlines for all of your latest wrestling news over on Twitter at Wrestle Headlines, that's Wrestle, Wrestle without an E, and Wrestling Headlines on Facebook, Facebook page, incredibly popular, <laughs> it's hard to see that, uh, did I post a column I did, I posted a post comment on NXT TakeOver, which is a week old now, so no need to plug that. Uh, Hustle will have posted right now. I've not even looked at the website. I'm sure it's, it's up. <laughs> the posting right now review of WrestleMania. Uh, he'll be back as well for 2 as well. And with that, I say, see you tomorrow. Who is going to walk out as Universal Champion? What the hell is the Fiend Radio match going to be? Um, what was it going to be? <laughs> uh, on that exasperation... I end the show, and with that, I bid you adieu. Adios.